Greetings and salutations, beautiful dreamers. It is I once again, the dream witch, Phoenix the Dream, King Dreamy, but always known as your one and only CJ Cummings. I'm coming to you today just, you know, I don't know. Honestly, this is February 11th. I'm into my second month of my vegan fast. It's not raw anymore, but I don't feel good, you guys. I don't know what's going on with my body. I don't know if it's this detox or whatever, but my body just, I don't know. And so just send good energies and positive vibes to me because I just, I, the bathroom, the stomach aches and stuff, it's just, you know. But healing takes time. With that being said, I am still strong in mind, I am still strong in spirit, and I am still focused on being strong in body. And so today, you know, being that we're so close to this day called love, anyone that knows me knows that I'm always the one to bring in the original history and context of these holidays that were pagan or otherwise celebrated, and, you know the oppression and the genocide to different cultures other things were whitewashing took over but that's neither here nor there but it is and so with that being said um we're in this month of love we're in this space of love it's also black history let's not forget that black history is every day every week every hour every second every month 365 days a year and so I want to kind of tailor this conversation to black love, melanated love, if you're one of those people. But what does black love mean to you? To me, black love, it's just seeing my beautiful black people support each other, you know? stand by each other, love each other. Whether that's man, woman, child, you know, parent, I am always such a loving person because that is honestly and sincerely the love that I have inside myself. I have met so many wonderful people throughout my life, especially within my hardships, you know. I have talked about in different aspects, you know, my journey with love and self-love. Um, I didn't grow up with my parents. I didn't get to see that type of love in the home. And, you know, I love my grandmother, but, you know, her choices and spouses, you know, affected, you know, her children and things. And I know she's aware of it, you know. My, I love my grandmother to death, but when you get to a point of enlightenment, and healing and emotional maturity, you start thinking back on things and realize how much your family, um, especially your parents, didn't have the privilege of healing necessarily um, or the time or the desire to really put forth that. And so um, unfortunate things happen. And so, you know, within my childhood of abuse, you know, emotional, mental, sexual. I really honestly 
had to really sit down with myself many times, even in my groups and conversations, as the beautiful being that I am, and really believe that myself, you know, how do you in your life after being misused and abused and mistreated um, still look in the mirror and realize you deserve love and I did that I've accomplished that and even within that I just knew how blessed I was because there were spaces and there were opportunities where I could see the light even in the midst of the blackness. And it always saved me, you know, love. And it made me really realize how much of a loving, being in loving person that I was destined to be because I could always still smile in the saddest times. I could also always find my way out. I could always draw those people that were willing to love me for who I am and stuff. And a lot of people do have that same experience, but especially with black love, you know, I got to have friends or meet families and see their parents love each other through everything. Um, See relationships stand the test of time or even when they don't, the respect and the support that was still there, even when the relationship changed. And I think that's the important thing for us to think about when it comes to love, where we're like, oh, I want this love that stands the test of time. But what is the test of time within love? You know, we as a Black community, as a Black group, endure so much, you know, especially in my last podcast with my mentor, just, you know the target on black men and how black men are not equipped to deal with things emotionally, but are still forced to be in those spaces and how uncomfortable it is and how just sad and heartbreaking it is sometimes for so many men to give up on themselves or lose hope or even just attack their own people for this sense of being a true man. Um, which causes a great deal of mental, you know, suicide and things like that. But that's not why we're here. Why we're here is to just talk about the beautiful spaces and opportunities that we have for love. And so, you know, I remember, you know, the church family that I grew up with, you know, um, just the support and just the opportunity to see a a big family, lots of kids. I mean, of course, at that time I dated um, one of their daughters, but even just how they welcomed me into their family and stuff like that, I thought that was phenomenal. But, you know, even outside of church, just the many families that were so nice to me and so kind to me and just wanted to love on the young black boy that I was, it really helps build a foundation of what I aspired to see in love and just what I desired in family dynamics. Excuse me. And I'm not saying that my family didn't have some of that, but I will be honest and say I didn't come from a family that communicated. 
let alone love. They didn't really express love. I love you or things like that. Um, and I'm sure a lot of, of you all listening can relate, but um, there wasn't really a lot of conversations until the child asked or until, you know, you gauge those. And so it's something to think about within Black love and how generations and how they express love and what love was to them. Um, I think the amazing and interesting thing about different generations is just, you know, love in times of injustice or in times of great oppression, love was maybe more of a physical thing or love was maybe more of a financial thing of taking home, taking care of home. And so, you know, how did they in other ways express it? Um, Or if it wasn't, what are we doing now? And so um, I'm, even as the Capricorn person that I am, you know, because we are more doers, we are more providers um, and physical, I still, any opportunity I get, try to vocalize that uh, because words do have power and I want the people that are in my life to know that I love them um, so not only they can feel that and be reassured but also that energy being brought back to me I challenge all of us as black or melanated beings to take some time to say those words especially to yourself you know I love myself so much and I love myself where I'm at because I've overcome so much. I've endured a lot, but I'm yet here and I am happy and I am becoming whole. I am whole. And so for me, it feels good to just tell my sisters and my friends that I love them and they are beautiful black people that deserve an abundance of love regardless of what the world says that they are. The fact that men, black men are beautiful, you know, nurturing, you know, strong men that deserve to be told that they're loved and they're appreciated. I'm not saying that they don't, but, you know, we live in this space for so long that, you know, men aren't supposed to hear that or men are supposed to say that, but it's like, you're emotional beings too, you know, and You deserve to hear those words and you deserve to be, you know, supported emotionally, even outside of your your wives and your girlfriends. Like, I'm one person that fully believes that I don't need people around me that are not genuine and that can't show up for me like I show up for them. Now, of course, we do express our emotions and things differently but you can still tell a person that loves you and that's trying and I do even with my male friends and stuff like that you know I like to say I love them and stuff like that because you may never know what a person is going through especially in times of focused love and holidays and stuff where you know people may have lost someone or people may not be feeling so loved it feels good to hear that It feels good to know that somebody loves you. And I'm not saying that that's your responsibility, but it doesn't take a lot to do that if you mean it. And so life is short in this physical place, but the feelings, the emotions, the energy last 
for a long time, you know. I think a lot about my mom and, you know, the woman that she was and the one mother that she aspired to be. And I loved her even in her flaws and I will always love her. Um, it's just an interesting dynamic to, you know, the mother of uh, the love of a mother. Because honestly, everybody doesn't know how to love. Everybody is not taught. Everybody doesn't have the greatest experience and, you know, fully knowing how to express love. And if they are hurt or they are broken, you know, they may not. But she tried, you know, and hearing her voice during my birthday and during certain times always, you know, after her child made me feel good. But I spent a lot of time, you know, once I got to my point of just calling and telling her that I loved her and that I appreciated her. Ooh, excuse me. And... I just have always been that person, you know. I'm the type of friend and type of person that if I love you, I truly love you and you're going to know it. If I appreciate you, I'm going to show it, you know. I'm not a halfway type of person because if I don't mean it, I'm not going to say it. If it's not what I'm wanting to do, I'm not going to do it. You can't force me to do anything. But I do feel like you can work to love someone. I do feel like you can build love. Um, And I think that's important in these times. I mean, the world has always been screwed up, but in these times where things are changing and, you know, we're losing our elders and things like that, this is a perfect time to build new traditions and new spaces of love and relearning what healthy love is and understanding how to express and receive that love in a healthy manner is so important because a lot of times people have what they think is love what you think is love is truly not you need to elevate and find love is blind love is blind is blind is blind why did that song just pop in my head i'm so random my sister Side note, I was on the phone with my sister yesterday, and she's just always coming for me, y'all, but it's all love. She's just like, what's that thing called when you just can't stay focused or whatever? I was like, ADHD? Yeah. Um, I'm fully aware of that. I had that when I was a child. But um, things just burst in my mind, and I feel like I need to get them out instead of holding them in, and that's just me. But I love that song and I was a child and a person I'm very observant I pay attention to things I'm the one person that will probably remember your birthday or around the day of your birthday I will probably sit and listen if I'm invested and remember you know what you've been through or what are the things that you like to do excuse me because why not why the whole to whole conversation and I'm not saying I'm gonna remember everything but I remember a lot But even just sharing space and time with people is valuable. You know, I don't believe in wasting time. More and more, I try to not do that. And so, especially in spaces of love and building love, there are so many women 
and men that have been hurt and damaged and I don't believe in carrying that on you know for me I'd rather let go and I'm not saying walk away because I don't like walking away from stuff I like to confront and complete or solve or find a solution within everything but I feel like um ending things making sure it's completely understood that it's not in the best interest for us to continue in this relationship because we're not equally being able to share reciprocate and understand is love because and no offense to anybody that's listening we spend so much time trying to please and take care of people that truly don't love us or know how to love us or are not even meant to love us that we end up hurting ourselves and the situation becomes very volatile. And so in all that time and energy that you have forced, been manipulated or programmed yourself to to moving in a way that's not conducive or even healthy for you, you could have been loving yourself or somebody else could have been loving you, or they could have been, you know, figuring out or living their life or whatever. But I'm just being real, you know, for me, I take full accountability on my own healing and my own self-love. Yes, things happen. A lot was out of my control, but I always wanted to know what in my control I could do. And so... I always gravitated towards healthy spaces or healthy ideas of what love was. I always wanted to be, and even if it wasn't love, like I don't expect everybody to love me, but just places where love and respect and appreciation and affection could grow. And the moment that that didn't work and it came, I was just done. But, um, I love love. It is. It just feels so good in this space, in this healing space, to constantly just say how much I love myself and how much I love people and how much I love my family and friends and truly mean it. Now, do I care for all of people's actions or all, all people's actions or ways? No, and that's not for me. I know how to set boundaries. I know how to vocalize how I feel and what I desire. But, you know, I can have love for a person without being in love with them, without fully engaging in complete interactions because I'm loving the being. I'm loving the person that deserves space and opportunity to grow in their own journey. And that's really what I'm talking about in this moment in this space is what does love mean to you? How do you build that foundation of love? And how do you honor that black love or that melanated love um, within this month of love and black history? You know, I challenge those that are listening to do research on some historical black relationships, both heterosexual and LGBT, because we are going to acknowledge all our groups of healthy love. Um, Because truly for us as black people, to unite is to honor that we are fluid in our our way of loving and our sexuality and our we are the mold for overcoming 
you know, all our barriers, especially in love. When we were told when we were slaves or forced to not be able to love who we came with, you know, there were stories. I loved those stories of where, you know, enslaved people would break free and try to go find their families or once they were free that they came over here with and they would travel for miles. That is true love. Wow. And just those forbidden loves, you know, that was a forbidden love, but those forbidden loves, those in the times where being LGBT was death. And in certain places, in certain countries, it's still that, but just where people regardless of the the trying to brainwash or force people to be something that they're not, they stood by each other and loved each other. Or even just the love of family, you know, where mothers have lost their children or fathers, you know, were denied that, you know, just the love. It's just making me... It's just... As a person who's always wanted that relationship with my mom, and I am building that spiritually, but even just trying to build relationships with my family and stuff. I don't have anything to do with what happened or ill intents, but if there is an opportunity for me to get to know who I am and build a a good relationship with my family, I am all for that because we are each other and I want to know myself and knowing myself is knowing them. Now, I have every right to protect my energy and space, but just the love of family the love of friendship, the love of created family, excuse me, is something that is very healing and builds hope and is a power that transcends time and all things because the commonalities of your history or the commonalities of your shared experiences um, and the the desire to love each other where you are at in all those different spaces and categories is just something phenomenal. And so I am just truly, utterly thankful, grateful, thankful, and blessed for the family that still loves me and shows up for me for all these years, even in our healing, our ancestral healing and our healing of, you know, the family that we've lost and where we're trying to build, you know, We are trying to still keep each other strong and love each other. And to my friends, you know, that have stood by, I've lost a lot of friends that I have loved. And for whatever reason, you know, because my friends have have just been everything to me. But for whatever reason, those that just are in their own healing journey or just do not know how to respect and treat me. I still wish them the best because I'm not fake. You know, I loved you. There was a reason we were together. But a lot of times in your growth, especially psychologically, you just realize that a lot of times certain friendships were built on shared pain. And sometimes when you heal and the other persons don't, that means that there's nothing to hold that friendship together. And it's like, you know, an expiration date. Some spaces, excuse me, are meant to be released. Sometimes you are meant to love people for that space that they're needed. And then it's time for them to go find themselves and go live their lives. And if it's truly meant for them to come back, the hope and the desire is that when you return, 
you are elevated to a platform of enlightened love and great power and growth. Because nothing stays the same. You know, we make them, even in relationships that have been for like a long time, these are two different people than where they're at. Now, the foundation that's set on love and things, that has to evolve and grow too. I mean, we live in a world where things are constantly changing. And so you're relearning what love is for you and how to love the people when things change and when they change. But I um, think that's still a wonderful opportunity to, even when friendships end, when it's an an opportunity or privilege to to re-meet up, learning how to love them in the person that they are. You know, I love that Lauren Hill, you know, did a video where she spoke about, um, I'm not the same person that you knew back then. You don't know me. And that's true. You know, anybody that forces you to stay in the image and the basis of what they want is not truly loving you. You know, you are meant to grow. You're meant to evolve. And your relationship is meant to grow because you need things and your needs and your desires change. And so I just hope that everyone... And I know that everyone that's listening is truly on a path of self-care and self-love so that they are able to love and adore and appreciate everyone and everything in their life. And if you're not, now is the time because, you know, we lose people every day and we lose opportunities to appreciate and love those people every day. So not just in this month of love, Every day, every week, 365 days of year, like Black history is. Take a moment, take an opportunity to, you know, show up more for yourself first. Love yourself and appreciate yourself first because you can't do for others if you don't know how to do it for yourself. But outside of that, do something kind, you know. Take yourself out on Valentine's Day if you don't have anyone. But maybe even do a friend uh, Valentine's Day. I celebrate Single Appreciation Day, but I like to go, you know, I sent my, I always like to do when I have the money and stuff, send things to my grandmother to remember her and stuff, but um, I have classes on Valentine's Day and work, but take, you know, do something nice for somebody, you know, not necessarily based in the space of getting something, you know, but just in giving because love is about giving not just winter solstice and Christmas, but love is all about giving. Giving that love, that that emotion, that part of you that you hide because of hurt and pain. Give that to someone. Give it to yourself first, but give that to someone, you know. And just, you know, do something sweet and nice. Enjoy this month of love. Enjoy the day of Valentine's Day. The history is based on something else, but I always say the intent is based on you. And let your intentions be pure and sincere. Have and enjoy a wonderful weekend and day of love. Um, And challenge yourself to be more loving. And so, if you have enjoyed this podcast, um, If you would like to shoot me an email, 
My email is the Phoenix Rises, T H E P H E O N I X R I S E S at yahoo.com. You can always shoot me a message on Facebook, which is Phoenix Rises, P H E O N I X R I S E S, or Instagram, which is CJ the Phoenix God. You see how those Phoenixes burn, rising from the ashes. Uh, I love it. But I would love some feedback. I'm working on getting my platform set up so people can communicate a lot more with me. So look to me getting an email, contact list, and just even um, starting a face, I mean, a YouTube. I am trying to grow within myself and I love all the support from all my listeners. And I hope you all have an amazing and magnificent day. Um, If you're wanting readings or even some spiritual guidance or just a listening ear, you know, I try to make space for people so that energy can be returned. Until next time, my beautiful dreamers, au revoir, ciao bella, adios, aslam alaikum, and peace and purposeful, productive, positive blessings. Have a great day. Remember to love yourself where you're at. Adios. Thank you.